It's episode three, two. Here up on this business on your favorite podcast. Oh, God, it hurts. Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is this some echo chamber I don't know about? Oh, my God. I, I, it's I the think... pain of millions of gamers, which we'll explain later. Oh, <laughs> and uh, this is what happens just... when he goes full metal, Optimus. Yes, <laughs> it's our boy Optimus who joined us. Seven point six two millimeter. Wow. <laughs> oh no! Our, our boy Optimus from uh, retro futurist culture, a fellow uh, podcaster on our. On the uh, Ruminations Radio Network, he's here to uh, join us along with the uh, Six Button Samurai. How are you doing, sir? Whoop, whoop. Mighty good, sir. And uh, it's me. It's me. It's Game Agent E.T. It's good to be back. Uh, Why talking does it with sound you guys? like a Parappa the Rapper song that was never written? It's me, it's me Game Agent E.T. <laughs> You that's don't what have he affinity does. for Parappa, so that's I, all that's he does. Dude, I played the crap out of that game when it came out. It was Dude, so I watched fun. you play that game. I, yeah, I don't I think remember. I had the game ever, but I just kept watching you play it because I, I just liked the song so much. Oh, yeah, that was part of your severance package. That's right. It was? Oh. Is this uh, information that is too much that, that we should know about? Or uh, am I missing something? To talk about on air. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I got it. Got it. So, so we'll cut. We'll cut that right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good to be back with you guys. Uh, why don't we just start off with uh, what are you guys uh, playing right now? What are you uh, experimenting on before uh, the big hits come out uh, in the next month or so? Hits we'll to start, the groin. Let, let's you start with uh, first, Yeah, let's start with Hoptimus. Uh, let's see. What have I been playing lately? Well, uh, I got Ninja Warriors on the Switch. So I've been playing Ooh. that. Thanks to one of my buddies, I got a second Switch dock that he gave me. So I have a Switch dock uh, on my TV now. So I can steal the Switch and play Ninja Warriors and Metroid. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait. Is this the new one? Uh, yeah, the one the that's on Ninja Switch, Saviors. Ninja Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's really fun. I'm digging it. And then um, on uh, Xbox, I finished Bulletstorm Full Tilt Edition with Duke Nukem, which was just hilarious. That was just a crazy ride of goofiness. Uh, Really fun gameplay. Story is batshit crazy all over the place, but the gameplay was solid. And um, lately I've been playing uh, Outriders, which is a three-person co-op kind of adventure looter shooter in the veins of Diablo. But it plays more like uh, Gears of War a little bit with powers. It's pretty fun. It's made from People Can Fly, which is the same team that made Bulletstorm. Um, That's a really fun co-op game. It's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, um, give it a spin. Um, it's pretty fun. It was kind of busted at launch. I remember when it came out and I was like, I walked away from it, but then my, uh, my buddy Dave's like, Hey, uh, they finally, it's all fixed and there's an expansion. And so I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. So it's been fun. It's pretty much what I've been playing lately. A little bit of, uh, Warzone 2 also, but that's been sporadic right now. What about you guys? Uh, at the moment, um, still trying to finish Super Mario RPG. I have six of the seven stars. It's a mighty good time. 
Um, I don't know. I've kind of been in like an experimental mode, just sort of dinking around with like different ROM hacks, trying to find something old and tasty to lock into. But I know that that's all just going to get swept aside when Tears of the Kingdom drops next week. So I think that's part of it is I'm just I'm like just waiting for the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the eclipse of my own personal tower. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, it, it, but, I, so I, yeah, I just nothing... wonder uh, the, the, the uh, length of uh, time that we will be living in darkness. <laughs> will it be uh, <laughs> two months, three months? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so cold so what cold. are you playing eddie um well to be honest uh i've been actually quite busy with projects that i've been working on that i'm hoping to get one done uh, in the next month or so it's an art project that uh it's already been taking me uh, over a month so far and uh it's a I, I bit off more than I can choose, so <laughs> yeah. I but I want to finish it up to the end. I'm not gonna give up on it. And uh, right now, it's it, it's it's uh one of those things where uh, when I finish, it's gonna I I'll feel like I leveled up ten times. So it's good. It's good. Um, but I did uh actually get to play one of my uh. New Wave Toys uh, replicate uh, replicates that I've had uh, for a little bit that I haven't gotten to play yet, but I sat down. And I finally tried it uh, uh, for uh, about two or three hours. Uh, uh, if you guys know Food Fight, um, that is one of the latest replicates that came out, and I never got to play it in the arcades really because I kind of thought it looked freaky because uh the main character he those freaky looks... eyes that roll around yeah because it has this analog <laughs> stick where wherever you point that's where he looks and then right. like he's walking around and he's picking up food and he's throwing food at these four chefs that are chasing him and there's yeah. holes on the floor that you can fall through if you're not careful and then there's like this ice cream cone that that's your goal you have to eat the ice cream cone at the other end of the level and then and when his he head gets just, to it, gets all disturbingly weird and big when he eats it. His tongue comes out. And yeah. It's kind of unsavory. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was looking at that when I was a kid, I was like, man, this, this game's pretty messed up, man. But Did it make you feel like when you were climbing the rope in gym class? Yeah. I didn't feel uncomfortable, man. I was like, just get me out of here, man. Just, He's going to eat me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just just take me back to Legend of Kage, man. I don't, I don't want to deal with this. But you know, I can remember seeing that cabinet once, yeah. and I played it a few times, and I did like it, but mm -hmm. like it didn't leave a lasting imprint. I saw it, I think, literally at one arcade ever, and that was it. And I never got to play it again. So I know some people have like a really big fondness for it, and obviously, like. I'm sure the folks at New Wave Toys aren't stupid about their choices. They probably saw that and were well, like, oh, a lot of people are going to dig well, on that. I, so, I mean, a lot of people think it's a uh, Robotron Light, which mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, a much more popular game than Food Fight. But I think Food Fight is kind of underrated, especially with the cabinet design. 
Like once yeah. you actually see this in your hands and how detailed it is, yeah, you start to realize, wow, I mean, Food Fight was really, really uh, well designed in terms of looks, like the, the cabinet artwork. Like, yeah, it's just really expressive and really unique. And the shape is also unique. And I'm really glad I got it. So, nice. uh, yeah, I was having fun playing that for a little while. And it's very challenging. I feel like that's also a weird one because I want to say that game came out like right as the video game crash was happening and a lot of arcades were closing. Yeah. So that's probably so, why you didn't see it too much because right. of that fact uh but yeah i i'm just glad i have it it's a nice part of history that i mean i i have pretty much all the replicates that have been released and this is a good addition uh addition i i i think it's top three in terms of design from all the other replicates i had i'm just really glad that it's here with me no their attention to detail is pretty awesome i only own the uh SF2 champ ad one, but I adore it. And it's, you know, it means uh, just that machine means a lot to me. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, definitely, if you get a chance, uh, buy one of the replicates. You'll, you won't be disappointed. All right. So, um, let's start things off with uh, well, we had a surprise announcement. Uh, Arc System Works just announced that there's a new Double Dragon game coming out. I believe it's called Double Dragon Gaiden, Rise of the Gaiden. Dragon. Wow. Not Gaiden, people. It's Gaiden. 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 Raiden. Rise of the Dragon. Rise of Raiden. Mortal Kombat has such a weird thing with half of its pronunciations being correct and the other half being like old throwbacks to the 90s. Yeah, let's just not even go there. Yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean, that's kind of like Boon and Tobias themselves, really. I mean, right. <laughs> but, but let's do go into uh, how do you feel about this game? Who wants to start off? Uh, you know, here's my thing with it. Like, it's tough because I am a huge fan of that genre. I love side-scrolling beat-em-ups. I've been thinking um, we should do a spotlight episode yes. on side-scrolling beat-ups because I feel like we'd have a lot to talk about with those. Most def- Guest starring Optimus. Yes. Oh, yeah, as, definitely. As always. You got um, to come aboard that. Yeah. You got. should have watched it, man. should have watched it. Anyway, um, it's, it's crazy, though, because, like, this genre just kind of got rebirthed in a huge way thanks in part primarily to, uh, in my opinion, Streets of Rage 4. Um, But the bar is also really high because of Streets of Rage 4. Um, I know Optimus here is a huge fan of Final Vendetta, which I have not yet gotten to spend any time with. It's on sale again on uh, Xbox. I think it's on sale on Switch, too. You might want to check. I was going to the Switch, the painfully slow Switch store. Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The eShop, not the best. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nintendo doesn't do uh, anything internet or online. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Um, We're going to get into some hardware kvetching later. Um, So, no, like, and it looks interesting to start off with. I don't love the art style as revealed to this point but like 
I don't know. Like, it's also not offensive. I would agree with you on that. I'm not in love with the way it looks, but it's not offensive. It reminds me of Double Dragon Two on the NES, but with more color, right. more animation. Yeah, more color, a little more depth to the I sprites. Would rather that it looked more like uh, Final Vendetta or Streets of Rage Four, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing. Is it's like we've endured over a decade now of different indie devs doing the pixel art thing. Some really hit it on the head. Some don't. I mean, it's so difficult to really like, cause none of these developers are really like going back and be like, all right, we're going to do a faux Genesis game. And we're literally going to just restrict ourselves to that palette and that resolution. Like nobody actually does that per se. You know what I mean? So uh i hope it's good you know it's i mean it looks the trailer looks cool i think the gameplay looks interesting the combos look cool yeah um i'm looking forward to checking it out for sure yeah i'm i'm quietly optimistic about it i don't have a reason to go oh my god this is gonna melt my face but you know i'm not cringing either (laughs) yeah i when i saw that i was like please don't be like battletoads Please don't be <laughs> <laughs> anything oh, but Battletoads or Double Dragon. We'll get into that in a minute. Or Double yeah. Dragon 5. Oh, four, uh, four right? Four, four was the yeah, really four. terrible, like, faux NES one was by Arc System. the beat em up game that was yeah, on the Neo Geo? Based on right? the cartoon. This <laughs> 5 was an SNES game, and the one that was on Neo was simply titled Double Dragon, but it oh, was uh, Versus Fighter. Yeah, it's a franchise that's weird whose rights have traveled back and forth through, I mean, Technos, mm-hmm. which got bought out, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's, it's a hot mess. Yeah. Yep. No, it's one of those um, ones with a really, I'm, like, I'm broken humble. chain of ownership. I love beat-em-up games. If the combos are fun and it's got... You know, like uh, we were talking earlier, like, you know, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. It's a pretty fun game. It's not great. I'll play it with a group. Like, it's fun to play with my kids. But if you had asked me what I'd rather play, it would be Streets of Rage 4 or Final Vendetta. I think those are probably the two best current beat-em-ups that you can get on any platform. Right. Hmm. Especially, like, the survival mode on Streets of Rage 4 is addicting, and they've added a bunch of new stuff. I was playing it the other day going, holy crap, look at all those new things they added. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree with you. Streets of Rage 4 is one of those type of games where it's like, uh, that's the blueprint. This yeah. is how you make a game that is based on a series that's super popular and memorable, and you make it better. You you don't try to do something completely different. You go with no, but what you made do, the game great. Yeah. If go you ahead. do, you come out with something like Final Vendetta, which has an amazing fucking combo system. Like, I, I don't know if... We, have you played it yet, Ed? Have you played Final Vendetta? No, yet? but I, I really oh. want to. Um, I but need you guys to play that. Before we do the beat em up special, both of you need I, to play that. Game. I will do my okay. research on that, I promise, sir. But um, <laughs> Final Vendetta is its own game, though. It, it started off it with just that game. But when you're trying to Revive make a follow up, right. yeah, you, you want to no, go I'm, with what's I'm great with that. Up what you're putting down. Yeah. And see, that's what I have issues with with the Double Dragon Gaiden. I looked up uh, what Secret Base did before this game, and they made a game called Streets of Red, which is a, another beat 'em up. 
And guess what? The art style, the gameplay, it's very similar to what you see in Double Dragon Gaiden, which I don't like at all. I think they kind of strayed away with uh, from what made Double Dragon great. And you can tell by the video, like Double Dragon, uh, it, it was uh, especially with Advance, that, that's like the pinnacle of the series. Uh, you can see like uh, you can easily tell from that game that there's a variation of punch, kick and jump uh, attacks. And from what I saw from the video for Double Dragon Gaiden, I didn't see any of that. It seemed to be kind of one dimensional in terms of attacks. And also just the fact that Marion in the game has weapons the whole time. Double Dragon was never about that. It was always about fighting with your fists and feet. And then if your opponent leaves a weapon and you pick it up, that's that's when you get down to business. So that's why I'm like, uh, we'll see. I'll try it out. But to me, I don't know. I don't think they're keeping the spirit of the game so far. But I hope they will surprise me. That's but, another one that's just a tough act to follow, though, because Double Dragon Advance was such a neat trick in that it completely embraced the arcade graphics, but expounded upon that gameplay so much. And then also incorporated, you know, people feel very differently about Double Dragon 2, depending on who you are. You know, the arcade one was kind of controversial with its like left attack, right attack thing. Yeah. Um, but DDA basically threaded the needle perfectly in terms of like giving it all this extra life, having it feel really, really good and faster than the original arcade game, which is a little bit, if you go back and play the original arcade game, it's, it's a little bit on the sluggish side. Funky. Yeah. 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 That hardware couldn't handle it. Right. But so, I mean, again, that's also why, like, I think when we get to doing the side-scrolling beat-em-up episode, we're probably going to each talk about, like, whatever game in that genre was the one to really, like, flip our lid open. And I think for me, that's probably why when I first think beat-em-up, I tend to think Final Fight and not Double Dragon. But, you know, everybody had a different sort of, you know, Dreamweaver moment where the genre sort of bowled them over and (laughs) sucked them in. Yeah, but... (laughs) Um, Double Dragon, it holds a special place in my heart, and it's tough to see this, like, uh, not really following the passion or the uh, the essence of what made the game great, but we'll see, like I said. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a totally different studio, we'll see. Yeah. Still looks better than Double Dragon Neon, though. Right. Ooh, yeah, 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 I'll play this over Neon. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move on to the next topic, which, uh, well, uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, finally came out in Japan. I finally got to see it. I think all three of us have seen it now. So this is our probably spoiler-filled review on the the movie. Uh, I'm guessing that... Yeah, if you're one of the four people in Guam that hasn't seen it yet, you should turn out, (laughs) like, right now. Tune out. Yeah. No good. Well, we'll be Eddie, what, what did you think? Like, you already sort of know where Optimus and I are in the ballpark with it. 
Give yeah. us your thoughts. All right. Well, first, I'd like to issue an apology to Chris Pratt and uh, uh, Seth Rogen. I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, I underestimated your powers. You were um, talking a lot of shit before the before you went. Yeah, inside. I mean, he uh, yeah, he well, because they they seem pretty overconfident about things. About oh yeah, yeah, we, we always do a great job. Though you know, don't worry. But yeah, they're right. They're right. Um, the voices. Um, definitely, I had no problems. I I didn't feel like out of place at all when I was listening to. Uh, both of them oh, and everyone in general, it felt like it was a very natural, uh, just, it was a fun movie to watch. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the storyline was good. Uh, the, a lot of homages, Easter eggs, things like that. It was just the perfect video game movie for me. And also it, it had that Nintendo magic. I mean, every time I play a new Mario game, there's always something that makes me feel like, wow, this is something that I just don't get from other games. And this is like the movie version of it. It just had that pull that made me want to, I want to watch it again. Definitely. But yeah, I loved it. Loved it. How about- um, so I went, my kids wanted to see it, of course. And um, even Kimmy came, you know, my wife, she's, she knows Mario Bros. a little bit, but she's not like a gamer. She's not like hardcore. She played it a few times. She laughed her ass off. She loved it. My kids laughed their ass off. Like we all had a great time. I thought the movie was really well done. They did a great job incorporating the lore, the story, inc- inclusivity with like the 8-bit games, the, you know, late 80s early 90s tv show i mean everything it just it just melded all together including donkey kong like the, the the way they included the carts like i just i had a blast with it i can't wait to watch it again at home i think they picked the perfect animation studio because um both of my kids have loved all of the despicable me and minions movies so it seemed like a perfect fit i think they did a really good job um i can't wait to see them do super mario brothers 2 I think it'll be really good. Um, I thought the voice cast was great and uh, we all had a great time. Like that was the sign that everybody that saw it thought it was great. I mean, and there was, when I went and saw it at the theater, there was everybody from five years old up to like 75 years old and they were all laughing and having a good time. So it's really well-made production. I think Nintendo did well. And it's no wonder that it's hit over the billion mark as fast as it did. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely made for everyone, not just for kids. And that's what right. I really liked yeah. about that movie. Definitely. Exactly. No, it feels like such a throwback in that regard. It's like, it's legitimately just like a straight up big summer movie that, Classics. I don't know. Like yeah. an old Spielberg summer movie, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it manages to scratch all of those itches. Um I loved the way it sort of resolved the thing where like, okay, if you make Mario and Luigi human beings who are then sucked into this world, like I kept thinking about, well, if you did it the other way where you literally just started in the mushroom kingdom and Mario and Luigi exist there, 
how would you reconcile that? So no, I can only yeah. <laughs> I can and only imagine as writers them trying to do that. You know yeah, what I mean? And I love how they they didn't really break the fourth wall, but they kind of like poked fun at the fourth wall with like the overdone Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stereotype. I, I love that. I love how <laughs> they kind of distance themselves from that uh, for the yeah. for the rest of the movie. Kind of like upfront saying, like, yeah, the, yeah, it's for a commercial, so we got to do it. Yeah, no, it was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. So that's why I was really okay with Chris Pratt and uh, who was it? Charlie <laughs> right. Day as Luigi. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Eddie. I had I was like, interesting. How's this gonna work? But when the movie when I saw it, I was like, oh, this totally fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they did, they nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I know uh, many, many fans were very unhappy with the idea of Chris Pratt voicing Mario. But in my head, like, I guess beyond like whatever you think of him now, his blockbuster presence, you know, some aren't fans of the fact that he's kind of this hardcore Christian on social media, whatever. Um, People got to be people, man. Well, this is true, but also, like, I thought of his performance in the Lego movie, and I he thought was, he was fantastic in the Lego awesome. movie. That's another, that's another yeah. movie that both my kids love. Both I love that movie, movies. too. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's exceedingly well done. So, I mean, that was the first thing that I thought of, and I was like, well, that makes sense why they did it, between name recognition and the fact that he's already kind of done this before. So, yeah. yeah. And I learned to separate the artist from the art and yep. appreciate exactly. the art. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, so. um, uh, we have to, I mean, Jack Black is Bowser. Oh my God. Come uh, on. He's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Dude, he, that was the main best. reason why I wanted to watch. Yeah. He was the best voice yeah. actor in the whole movie for 100%. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. perfect. He's perfect. He so. was amazing. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad all three of us enjoyed it. And uh, I mean, if this can happen, maybe there's hope for the Borderlands movie. Go, oh, God. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> all right. I think uh, with that, let's. Uh, thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's take our first. Uh, let's take our Next break time for you today. Come to the States. <laughs> Plane ticket. You want a plane ticket? Come on, let's go. Plane let's go. Tickets. Plane ticket, buddy. Let's go. All right, we're gonna take our first. Uh, we're gonna take a break right now, uh, to so you can hear for, uh, from a fellow Ruminations Radio Network podcaster. Stick around. We'll be right back. You've seen Twin Peaks all the way through, but all you have are spoiler-free discussions. At Blue Rose Task Force Podcast, no information is classified and nothing beats the listening sensation when production history collides with deep theory. Put the coffee on. Okay, we are back. Uh, So, our next topic, uh, well, all three of us, uh, we kind of formed a bond uh, with a certain game called Street Fighter. And uh, it's more than a bond. Yeah, we 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 uh yeah played a lot together, and yeah, just it's somewhere that, between the love of your life and a venereal disease you can't quite get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Since you put it so eloquently, um, yes, this game means a lot to us, and yes. uh, as of this recording, uh, less than a month from now, we will have Street Fighter Six. And oh my god. How do you guys feel about this uh new game in the series? 
so close. We can we can finally play it soon. How do you feel? Who wants to start? Optimus, you want to start? All right, since you're coming out. Uh, okay. Um, I'm pretty excited. I played the demo on uh, Series X, and it's really cool. I've been watching a lot of Maximilian Dudes videos, and I was trying to not get crazy excited, but in the past like week, I'm starting to reach fever pitch because between his videos and playing the demo seeing how it looks i'm pretty excited i think the game is going to be a hit i think the versus mode looks amazing the online mode looks pretty good the world tour mode is the one mode that i was unsure about but after actually playing it and watching maximilian dudes videos on it i'm pretty excited to check out world tour mode i think it's only one player but god damn if it has two player co-op that might be the best mode of all time mm. Nice, nice. James. It's, uh, like a, it's like a 3D final fight. Have you it, messed around with the world tour mode in the demo? I've only seen videos of it to this point. Oh, I actually sat down and played it yesterday and I was yeah. like, this is fucking so cool. You make your own avatar, right? And you go and fight and get experience and it's and it looks really amazing. What Capcom has done with their own RE engine is is just mind-blowing because it i mean it opened the door in resident evil i'm a huge resident evil fan re7 re8 re2 re3 remake re4 remake they've all been so solid that engine is pretty amazing and they're really utilizing it to its fullest in in street fighter 6 especially in that world tour mode i was pretty floored by how well it ran on the series x and that's like early code right yeah um but that's, Have you not played Resident Evil Eight yet? What's that? Have you not played Resident oh, Evil no, Eight I've yet? Eight. eight. No, oh, I'm okay. Playing, I'm on my second playthrough with on eight in the third person mode. No, no, nice. no. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. But but uh, it's yeah. good that the RE engine is uh, doing so well because sometimes when uh, a company makes their own engine, it kind of makes it really difficult to program for and they have problems and then it ends up no like their engine really works for that it it yeah i the one thing i love about it over other engines is the lighting system it gives it a realistic look but you can still kind of go artistic like in a cartoony style with it and it works yeah um some engines that doesn't work and the re uh engine is is really robust i'm very impressed with it because nice. I had seen it in Resident Evil, and I was like, wow, this really works for a creepy, realistic game. So seeing it in Street Fighter work, I was like, okay, it, it works for other things. All right. I'm impressed, Capcom. Yeah, very versatile. Yeah. I mean, yeah. compared to the Frostbite engine by EA, it sounds like a lot of, pe- uh, a lot of people there are having problems with that, especially with right. Madden and such. Like, it just, yeah, that's why I'm saying it's good that this engine that they made is working out so well for them and maybe we'll see it more often like in Do- dragon's dogma 2 or something oh, oh yeah. my god i can't wait to play that nice. <laughs> james how do you feel about oh Stephen? man i i'm so hopeful for this i mean i like the feel of the other modes in the demo even though i haven't actually tried world tour yet i need to um I, it feels like it's been a really long time since I was genuinely pumped about one of these. And there's such a profound difference between 
the buzz around this game leading into it, which like uh, SF5 was such a strange beast and it it got off to such a terrible start. Um, and yet, you know, the fact that they changed course, you know, brought in a leadership change and had these young devs working on the last couple seasons of five just seems to have paid off tremendously because now they've just got this completely blank canvas to work from and it it looks great i mean there's a variety of new characters that i want to try out probably going to wind up playing some marissa some kimberly um the Yun and Yang alike, whose name I can't recall right now. Jamie. Um, Jamie. Yes, Jamie. Thank you. Um, you know, but like, I also want to see what's happening with Chun Li and the Hams. You know, like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see the what's Hams going. Hams e Honda, which I yeah. hate. Oh my god, the nightmares. <laughs> the Cami uh, e Honda matchup is nine one. Honda's oh, favorite. that's going to be... <laughs> nah, I'm excited to see how that plays out because Cammy looks like she's got some they, really insane really new tricks. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope like so. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, in five, she was a little bit one-dimensional. It was easy to kind of counter her, her offensive attacks, but now she Never looks, got to play it. Yeah. Well, you weren't missing much, that's all I'll say. <laughs> Sadly no, to mean, say, it was uh, it got better at the end, but in the beginning it was uh, it was all right. But you know, no, it's great it's great to see Capcom in this light again because I feel like for a long time, like we kind of mourned the loss of like the old Capcom, you know, along with the old Konami, which is still you know juries out. Who knows if they're going to make like a real comeback or not. It doesn't quite seem like they've got that kind of momentum yet, but I'm going to cue the drunken master Two music for Konami. Well, uh, I mean, they did have an interesting incident where, uh, a, a worker, uh, attacked the boss with a fire extinguisher. Did you read about that? And that seems like that's about par for the course at Konami. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Capcom's uh, been making a big comeback, man, with the yeah. Resident Evil, they with have. Uh, Monster they, Hunter. It, they've really Street turned Hunter. some stuff around. Yeah, yeah all of their see. franchises are kind of firing on all cylinders. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I mean, Capcom is probably my favorite company, aside from Nintendo, and it's good to see them just striving to be the best again, and I'm excited. I mean, Street Fighter V, uh, 6, I'm sorry, 6, uh, there's even like the little things that get me excited, like the new versus screen. Like when you see those, uh, the, the two combatants stroll out, it's, it's so awesome to see that. It's like, just even that it's like, wow, it, it just gets me pumped. I'm really, really excited to see like what new things they have for this uh, version of street fighter. I want to see, uh, JP, JP looks so freaking awesome. He looks incredibly cheap but at the same time he looks like he's going to be really interesting to play right Uh, and like what other characters are we going to get down the line yeah exactly Uh, i would love to get alex back yeah they already announced a season one uh dlc characters like uh, rashid will be back ed will be there uh goki akuma is coming back and uh, a new character a new female character will be there 
So that's uh, one year. Uh, we don't know what happens after that, but yeah, hopefully uh, we'll get some old favorites and some really cool new characters down the line. It's probably going to be another five-year deal. Sounds like yeah. it, but um, yeah, so, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, from the heights of hope <laughs> to uh, what's next the, on our list of topics oh, to be discussed. <laughs> so what uh, James is alluding to? Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with Microsoft and Xbox? Oh my God! So. We had Redfall come out recently. Uh, that was supposed to be the big ticket item for Microsoft with uh, Nintendo having uh, Tears of the Kingdom and uh, Final Fantasy 16 coming out for PlayStation 5. And then Redfall, people were getting hyped about that. And then it came out last week. And uh, I don't know, it's been kind of middling at best. And, and uh, it kind of set off a lot of uh, alarms of for panic and uh, a lot of concern. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, we already talked about the the merger being blocked by uh, European uh, uh, regulators. Regulators, uh, just not a not a good not a good year for Microsoft so far. Uh, and then we had Phil Spencer, the CEO of uh, Microsoft Games, come out and kind of had a really really. I, it was shocking. It was really candid, really uh, just straight up saying stuff like um, we can't out console Nintendo and we can't out console Sony and uh, saying other things like, oh, yeah, Redfall didn't come out so good. We admit that. And uh, and they also talked about last generation saying, yeah, we lost the worst generation to lose uh, when they had the Xbox One and it didn't do so well. So all these uh, admitted admittances of guilt or not guilt, but just failure. I don't know. It, do we have a situation here, guys? I think Optimus should just let it out. Lead us out. Dude, lead us out. It- it hurts. It hurts. Like, oh, God, it oh hurts. God, it hurts. So <laughs> As an Xbox fan right now, I have never felt so defeated, so low, so like consumerly just shamed of the brand that I've supported all these years. Like, and really, like, on paper, the Series X launch should have been solid. The machine itself is. F- fucking great the hardware is awesome but the first party studios have been turning out mostly turds they're mostly bad like halo infinite i'm sorry if you like it that's great i'm good i'm happy for you but as a longtime halo fan that game was fucking trash it came out with no multiplayer maps the campaign was weak the they didn't even add co-op until a year after the game came out like this is completely unacceptable from a giant like corporate software engineering team that the game released in that fucking state. And then for them to go on and just release like really just nothing impressive on the series X at all. The only game that I've been really impressed first party wise in the series X has been Forza horizon five. That game's fucking solid. Great game. Fantastic. But there's been no new gears. There's been no new announcement about a new gears game. Halo Infinite, like, I don't, I'm sorry, but like when you bite into a rotten lemon, you don't want to go back and try and bite it again. People say it's better now, but I don't want to fucking play it. I 
tried it at launch. And I was like, this, this is terrible. Um, uh, Redfall launching in the state that it did was pretty unacceptable. It's, it's really bad. Like watching the videos and watching the AI glitches and watching just all kinds of glitches. I was like, how did they release that in that state? And listening to him say that their internal testing thought it would have scored higher. I was like, were your people fucking high? Like, <laughs> did they play the same game that everybody else is seeing? Because it's really bad. It reeks of yes, man. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's like the whole thing and and, and his even his statement of like well, even if we created a killer app, it's not going to catch up to PlayStation. I don't know. Uh, Starfield. Maybe. Yeah. But I call now. So, well, so now Starfield's pinned as this killer app. But at this point, I'm like, dude, they've already seemed to have accepted this defeatist stance that we're okay with being third place, which is fine. I guess they're making money. Sure. Game Pass is going to make the money. I guess that's why they're chasing this Activision deal so that they can guarantee revenue stream on Game Pass. But as like somebody who, I mean, I the reason I was so passionate about the original Xbox brand was that original Xbox was a fucking beast. That thing came out the door and they just fucking kicked the door down. They're like, we're bringing you the best graphics. We're bringing you online gaming. We're moving the industry forward. And they did the same with the 360. Like the 360 was easy to develop on. It was at launch. It was more powerful than most of the PCs. They had killer game studios. They got an exclusive with Epic Games for Gears of War. Halo 3 was fucking amazing. They had so many killer games they had the exclusive call of duty like you know multiplayer add-ons or whatever deal and they let that slide by they they got it's almost like that classic thing where they got they're like oh we're good and then they let sony take over and they chase the tv route on the xbox one era which bit them in the ass big time and they're still paying for it and it sucks i am at a point now where i still i still love my series x i play games on it but I think that unless something really changes, I'm probably not buying the next gen Xbox if they have another one because they don't seem to be catering to the hardcore gamers that bought into their brand. They're they're okay with making money, that's fine. But if I'm gonna buy another machine to go to that next gen, I wanna see them giving me the games to back that up. And right now, confidence all-time low and i'm i'm not alone like I, I was feeling this way and it was funny to see like on reddit it kind of blew up and on twitter and on youtube and talking to some other people that i know that that are xbox fans and i mean i have a couple friends that are they're oh you know they're total optimists which is great good i'm glad you're happy but as a consumer like this is not how xbox has been before so it's a huge letdown i think the key to it is in what you just said. And for Phil Spencer to come out and say, well, we're not trying to out console Sony or Nintendo. What is the promise inherent then when you're selling this console at retail? Like right. the very existence of the thing suggests that, yes, you think you can field a better product than these other companies. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, that bums me out to hear. And it's really, really remarkable to hear your faith in that platform shaken. I mean, I felt like a lot of alarm bells went off in my head, specifically with Halo. Dude, yeah, no, um, I've been there for over a year now. I've yeah, been suffering yeah. the like, I can't believe they released this Halo. This Halo sucks. I mean, like it just, if, uh, yeah, Mario 
uh, came out for uh, a Nintendo system and it just totally stunk up the place. Nin- see, and that's the thing. Nintendo would never do that. That's it's, There's a serious quality control issue going on at yeah. Microsoft Studios. It's fucking insane. I cannot believe that they've let this happen. Like, well, yeah. Sony doesn't allow that to happen. Nintendo doesn't allow that to happen. For them to let this happen, not only with Halo, but with this Redfall release, which is from, you know, it's arcane this is a different genre for them, but they're a well-established studio. They're a huge studio. They have been. Tell (sighs) tell us, uh, Arcane, are they really capable of AAA titles? Because some people say they aren't. I don't know. I I don't know anything about Arcane. I mean, they've done some, some stellar games before, not really Mike. I mean, they're, they're, more used to doing more of a stealth kind of genre Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it's wrong for them to pursue a different genre but maybe the fact that that microsoft studios themselves weren't kind of been like okay guys uh, we know you want to do this but let's get more involved here they kind of just let them run with it which i i can sort of sympathize to a certain degree they want to give their developers the freedom to explore things but when you give them the freedom to explore things and the game releases like a freaking blown up microwave turd who fucking cares like it just looks bad for everybody and then he has to go online and tell people yeah it's our bad like this is just not a good look for microsoft at all or the xbox brand at all yeah contrast frustrating man contrast this is sony where they just uh dropped the studio i forget the name of the studio but um they were a smaller right this forsaken or whatever that released with uh yeah um, yeah, they, they can them and uh, it, it kind of goes with the whole uh, ordeal with Sony only wanting uh, home runs and not uh, singles or doubles and triples. I mean, it's kind of the, the stigmatism in the entertainment business. That's very much how the Hollywood system is now, too. Like, right, if it's not a home run, they don't want it. So I can sort of see if Microsoft wants to be the indie studio saviors and we're the indie film network of game consoles, fine, come out and say it. But when people have been counting on you to make these AAA like franchises like Halo and Gears and then you just drop the ball on it, it sucks, man. It just... I mean, the thing there's is, almost no point in owning an Xbox if you're mm. if you're only playing third party games. You might as well get one of the other two, especially like if you want that same level of technical and graphical fidelity. You might as well buy a PlayStation. Yeah, right. Or even go PC. Ugh, yeah, if you want to deal with that, be my guest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of people that are almost even more down on the PC gaming scene right now because you've seen so many ports recently from right. consoles that have just been fundamentally broken Terrible. when they arrive last on PC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last of us, I think, uh, I think survivor Jedi survivor is even worse yeah. from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, and that's just AAA gaming seems to be like, you're almost, unless it's a Nintendo release, almost everything, you're almost better off waiting six months to a year if you can, unless you absolutely have to play the game. Because usually right. by then, the patches and the bugs have been worked out. Uh, that's <laughs> right. another topic in itself. You know, the half-baked right. uh, game coming out uh, like Cyberpunk. Just right. Do that we even tolerate to that fix. anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, James, how do you feel about the microsoft right now i don't here's the thing even though like i probably lean nintendo fanboy but i genuinely try to be like platform agnostic i mean i do own all three um i don't like it because i think it's bad for gaming you know like 
I don't like seeing an original IP come out and be a piece of shit, as apparently is the case with Redfall. Um, I also think that when competitors are all hitting their stride and doing well, that elevates the industry as a whole. You know, you think back to like the 16-bit console wars, all three of those machines had terrific games in tow. And it was in part, you know, NEC coming with the PC engine and really trying to steal Nintendo's thunder with the Famicom. Sega coming out and being like, well, we have this incredible arcade pedigree and we're going to put out a machine to be reckoned with that's going to be incredibly developer-friendly, built around the 68,000 processor. Um, That's a better situation for gaming. And ultimately, like, you know, I've always had this, even though, like, I was was an early adopter with Xbox. Like, my Optimus' Xbox love is, like, my fault. Really, yes. <laughs> I, I went to software, etc., and I played the demo of Halo, and I was just like, "Son of a bitch, this game is amazing! I have to own one of these." Yeah, all of us um, fell in love with the games. Right, yeah. I played it. Yeah, and after I played Halo, I was like, "Crap, I need an Xbox. This is uh-huh. fucking amazing! Yeah. Look at these right. graphics! Look at this game! And I can't with, believe they pulled this off." Yeah, with Xbox and 360. It was great. It was a legitimate threat to the other platforms. There were tons of fantastic games. It was like a push to make the best games available on both of those platforms. Yeah. And you had, and on 360, I mean, fundamentally, that was really more of the birth of the indie gaming scene being viable on console. You had great games like Limbo, um, I mean, there's a ton. Uh, what was the one? Shadow Complex. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, I, like there were a lot of like Retro City <laughs> Rampage. Yeah, there were a lot of like smaller but really cool and innovative games for that. And for whatever reason, like there doesn't seem to be any emphasis on like making those kinds of games Xbox exclusives either. Um. I just, I don't know what they're doing fundamentally. And I think part of it, you know, if we look at Microsoft writ large, they're a company that's used to getting their way. Like, have you ever heard about something great being great or innovative with Windows in 15 years? (laughs) Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, it's news when it's not broken. Right, 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 right. So... Uh, I think this is a very large corporation that has a monopoly in one arena that doesn't really understand competing anymore. It's sad because they once did, you mm. know, when they when they were stepping out of the box with the original they Xbox really and Seamus Blackley and Jay Allard. Yeah. Like, yep. they, there was really a focus on, like, all right, Halo is the killer app for this thing. Sega, you're going to throw a bunch of amazing games our way because now you're platform agnostic. Like, there was all this momentum for, like, another choice at that time. And for whatever reason, like, that's just been squandered. And it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer to me. Uh, what do you think, Ed? Well, I think 
Microsoft is still a scary opponent. Uh, and I say opponent because they're trying to do this one thing that I've always feared about uh, the future of gaming, and that's cloud gaming. And that's where they're going to focus on. And that's what right. they've been pushing for the last couple years. Uh, but uh, the technology isn't there yet. But when it is, that's when they will be very scary, I think. I, and I, see, I, I see that to a point. But by the same token, like most people in the U.S. do not have good enough Internet for cloud right. gaming. Agreed. Exactly. We that's why I'm saying, <laughs> I, like, I, I'm saying like it's 10 or 20 years too early. Mm-hmm. You think it's 10 or 20 years? Or? You don't think it's five years? Okay, you have to remember how spread out the United States is. I have gigabit fiber here now as of six months ago. That's taken like 20 fucking years. Yeah, maybe in Denver, maybe in New York, maybe in Los Angeles, the majority of people can get something like gigabit fiber. But think about like rural areas of Arizona or Arkansas or fucking Texas, which is like half the United States in one state. I guarantee you half those people have pretty crappy internet. Mm. Well, I mean, that I still fear it, though, because with cloud gaming, a lot of things are going to change with the, the landscape and things like having games as a service. You don't own anything anymore. You're just renting it. And oh, then dude, when the I'm service sorry, is but gone. That, the, you can't put that all on them. Really? The whole industry at whole loves that game as a service thing. I, I don't know. I mean, people were like up in arms when uh, X- Xbox One was reported to be like a online like always online console and people are like Mm -hmm. what the hell what if they've they've come to accept it now between fortnite call of duty yeah ubisoft games in general i I don't know if you want that world man because like what if it's coming eddie yeah i know it sucks but what if you can't get (laughs) online what what, see that's why i hate about this i'm not for it i'm just telling you it's happening i know you like it or not i'm kicking and screaming (laughs) believe me i don't want this to happen on august 29th 1997 it's gonna feel pretty fucking real to you too (laughs) but I don't know. I, I just feel like a uh, Terminator <laughs> just like spouting out these things like a, it's just going to wade through us and kill us all. Kill us all! <laughs> Let go of me! That's uh, <laughs> what he does! That's all he does! <laughs> well. But I, uh, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like that way just with, I mean, you see it with Game Pass as well. Just I always felt that with that subscription service, that's what people are going to drive to now. Instead of like actually paying money for an actual game, people are just going to subscribe and say, like, I, I, I'm not going to buy know. it. See, I would I say think. I think it's been thwarted because really, like, I hope it is. MS Jeez. had this model, but they haven't been able to feed it the AAA games that would really make it the thing. But, you know what I mean? Like, they're not I'm able to. To feed that pipeline. But but with Activision Blizzard King, I think that could be a reality if the merger goes through. And right now it's thwarted, but you never know. It might go through. And they, then honestly, they need that merger more than ever. Cause right now everything that, else they've been putting out is pretty bad. I, I know. That's why I'm saying if they get that merger, they're gonna be really yeah. scary. Yeah. And that's when things will be starting to go into place. And yeah, we're gonna head towards subscription gaming and that's 
the last thing I want. Well, I, wanna... I mean, that's the whole, the whole, uh, all entertainment, everything, audio subscription, yeah. video subscription. I mean, if you are a movie fan, like Six Button and I are, we buy a lot of physical releases, but it's getting harder and harder. And you basically have to order, you have to pre-order your physical releases if it's something you really want, like a limited edition Jackie Chan box set or something. Good luck finding that on a store shelf the day it comes out. You won't. Yeah. So, yeah, if it's anything that doesn't like anything short of like Top Gun or a Marvel release or something right. that's You're like insanely popular, right. yeah, it's going to dry up everything like crazy. Else is like and even then some of that stuff never even hit streaming. So it's yeah, it's 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 shitty. But I mean, the worst part is is the fact that he basically says he's like, well, you know, no amount of good games is going to get us a better position. And it's like, are you, are you fucking serious, dude? Are you trying to tell me that when Gears of War one came out, it didn't like sell three sixties like mad. Like you're telling me there's not a single game you guys could make that would at least push some sales your way. I find that hard to believe. I mean, everybody's established. I get in their digital ecosystem. Like I have a ton of, I'm going to keep my series X because of the games, but honestly, I'm really looking at probably moving to a different platform because if they're not going to give me what I want, why should I stay with them exclusively? Like I've been kind of a loyal quote unquote fanboy for years for them. I hadn't felt the need to buy another platform. Now yeah. I do. Now I'm like, all right, you guys aren't, you guys don't care about making a good Halo or good Gears or a good something anymore. And you're releasing stuff like Redfall, which is pretty much garbage on release day. You can defend it all you want, but it runs like crap. It looks like crap, has glitches like crazy. And, and uh, I mean, I don't it, have it, time for that. It, 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 it is a shame because, like you said, the hardware is really good. And the idea of Redfall looked awesome. Like, on paper in the first trailer, I was like, oh, I could totally get into that. It's like a Lost Boys Borderlands. I'm totally in. Yeah. But, but seeing the, the videos of people playing it, it's like, oh, my God, this looks terrible. I can't believe they released this. Yeah. And that's not, and the 30 frames a second on console isn't even the, the main problem, That's which is the sad part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like he could deal with 30 FPS if the gameplay was, like, really good and compelling. Right. But if that part isn't there and it's 30 yeah. FPS, and there's fuck a bunch that. of reviewers that I trust online. There's a guy that I love, his channel's ACG, and his review of it was like, when I watched it, I was like, wow, that's really bad. And that not only that, really bad. This Microsoft didn't help in time. Like, you, uh, I think it was part of that interview saying, like, oh, yeah. we could have helped them, but by the time we were going to that's what i mean it seems like they're a little too laxadozal with what these studios are doing there's not enough hands-on and if this is your brand shouldn't you be doing that shouldn't you be like it seems like they're just like they're just like a bunch of fucking surfers stoned off their ass being like oh we're making money cool man (laughs) the the new atari (laughs) of our age yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's it's ridiculous oh man but well we'll see what happens uh from here on out but uh yeah Unfortunately, we're getting to be out of time. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed our show today. Um, yeah, stop on by RuminationsRadioNetwork.com uh, to see more podcasts like this. Uh, and uh, yeah, Hoptimus, uh, do you have anything you want to plug before we leave? 
No, I just want to let everybody know, look, I am an Xbox fan. It just hurts me that I'm in this situation that other <laughs> Xbox fans, I've seen their frustrations online. We're all super frustrated. Don't take this as like, you know what, fuck Xbox. No, it's not like that. It's more like, man, this this hurts. Like, why is it like this? Um, thank you for listening to my rant. Uh, <laughs> if you are listening to Ruminations Radio Network, come check out our shows. I host a show, Retro Futurist Culture, where we talk about science fiction, anime, and other cool things. Um, thank you guys for having me on the show and listening to me rant about uh, the sad state of Xbox. Also, don't miss him and Fenrir on the awesome Adult Gamer oh, podcast. Adult Gamer. Yeah, we covered this on our last episode. Yeah, I listened to, the, uh, to that episode. It was great. Um, uh, James, do you want to have any parting words before we leave? Um, any, uh, any plugs? <laughs> I don't really have any plugs at the moment. Um, All right. Other than our lovable mutt of a show, it's always good to uh, sit down and talk with you gents. And uh, regardless of uh, Microsoft's immediate woes, there's going to be a lot of good shit to play this summer. So Yeah, so that'll help us dry our tears, or at least uh, this summer. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We hope to see you next episode. See you later. Got hurt. Bye. Bye.